This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. Happy Tuesday. Welcome in to On the Block. Austin and Strick with you as we are every day. Uh, glad you're along for the ride with us these next two hours on 93.7 The Ticket on your radio. Dial theticketfm.com or check us out on video if you want to see what we look like. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Just look for 93.7 The Ticket. We will be the search result. Plain and simple. As always, we are brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Huge shout out to Charles and his crew. Go get yourself a plate. They're open today, aren't they? Today is Tuesday. Tuesday. No, no, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Get yourself a plate tomorrow. Tomorrow. But still, thanks, Charles and his crew today. Busy show for you. Uh, still reacting to the Super Bowl. Uh, some big picture takeaways from it. We'll get into that. We will play the shootout at the end of this hour. And then a big game for Nebraska basketball at Rutgers. Big one for Rutgers, trying to solidify its place uh, in the Big Ten and in the NCAA tournament picture. And the thing we know about Rutgers is they're physical. That's what they're built on. Uh, so we'll get into what it's like to be physical in basketball in our number two, uh, all before we talk to Steve Sipple of early break. A little bit of Husker football projecting some spring ball uh, at the bottom of the 3 o'clock hour. 402-464-5685. Those are the digits. If you have any thoughts now that you want to share it with us on any of our topics, any questions you want to raise, you need to call in or uh, you can text in the starter or starter Heyman text line uh, to the Super Bowl. Strick will start there in the Kansas City Chiefs. They've won now two Super Bowls in the last four years, and they've played in three in the last four years. Being this close to the situation in mean, Kansas City is the, the closest NFL franchise here to Lincoln and Omaha. I know there are a lot of Chiefs fans here. But I think it's also only fair to ask the question, are the Chiefs the new villains of the NFL? It's hard for me to call them a dynasty yet. They've had a good run. But are the Chiefs NFL villains? I don't know if I can say that. I, I, I You know, some of the comments, like, for example, for Kelsey, could make them villainous. <laughs> sure. But whether they're villains or not, I mean, um, some of the antics that come from Patrick Mahomes' brother, Jackie, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm Jack. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, uh, <laughs> that guy. I, him. He was Jack, a story for far too long for a couple years. Yeah. Um. So those antics make you villainous when you go into places like in Baltimore, and you know, obviously, because of your antics, you, there's mm-hmm. people going to talk about you. They beat you, and you spray water on them, and just those different things. You didn't hear much about it, and then all of a sudden he shows up again, obviously, in the post game of, of the Super Bowl with TikTok antics. Um, so those there's things like that. Obviously, when you had the Honey Badger at a point, you know, you there's guys on the team that can make them villainous, but not necessarily I don't see them being villains yet. Especially not to the level of what we thought of, you know, Tom Brady and the Patriots as the evil right. empire. That was a dynasty. As long as they ruled the AFC East as many, as many rings as they got, as many division championships yeah. and appearances they got, 
and the way that they did it. You know, you had some of those scandals. You had Spygate. <laughs> you had Deflategate. Uh, you have even the most recent one. I know he was in Tampa for this, but the crypto thing yeah. that Tom Brady yeah. endorsed. So there's always this. And the breakup of Giselle Bundchen. The breakup oh, of Giselle Oh, well, I mean, hey. <laughs> who, who wouldn't be mad if you, you broke up with. Right. Yeah. All yeah that and Robert Kraft, over. everything that went down, yeah, you know, yeah, in their last yeah. Super Bowl run. So there's a lot about the Patriots that just feels. Uh, on the one hand, a little slimy, very Darth Vader-ish. Yes, very Star Wars. Very, because they were good. <laughs> that's probably how Bob Kraft breathes right now. It probably, and if you haven't heard much from that guy, and that's okay. Yeah, but yeah. It, literally, Evil Empire is what the Patriots are. They were the NFL villains. You couldn't take them down as hard as you tried, and it was kind of a miracle. And it when was you like, did. yeah, and it was, it was like it wasn't nothing about them i mean they weren't just overly brazen or anything but they they just had guys that just kind of made you sick you, like, and, and you know how, right how many people actually like tom brady versus how many people feel like they have to respect tom brady i feel like patrick mahomes is actually a likable guy sorry Heyman text line 402-464-5685 my guy austin just threw down the gauntlet he said say it again one more time what what what's the difference between tom brady if you do, do you like Tom Brady, or, or do you just have to respect Tom Brady? That one. Bring that down. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Do you do you even do you like, hate, or just respect Tom Brady? I'm I'd in, love to know. I'm in the respect camp because you look at the numbers, you look at the accolades. Dude's been a darn good football player. Happy retirement, Tom. Make it official this time. What is there to like about Tom Brady? Off the field, what is there to like? I mean, he's just. Kind of there. He's a mini troll. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's not really, he's not Joe Burrow-ish. Um, does he have charisma? I want to know. I mean, I, I, I can't really tell. I don't see enough of him off the field, outside in different elements to know whether or not I think he would be cool or not, you know what I mean? I think there was one point in time where I thought Aaron Rodgers was cool. And then that kind of mm-hmm. got weird. <laughs> he and went it, from surfer vibes to you know, something else. Then he kind of got, uh, I don't want to dump it, but D-ish. <laughs> yes. Like, kind yes. of like a, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yep. you, you know, you remember that guy um, that used to come in here that did some parts of our show? Like, his name is Dick? Yeah, mm, that yeah, guy. That guy, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so... That's the kind of thing sometimes I feel about him. Then you, I mean, other guys, I mean, does is he similar to Pey- Peyton Manning? Because, I mean, as great as Peyton was, but I think Peyton has charisma a little oh, bit, Oh, yeah, though, I mean, you see right? Peyton on Saturday Night Live. You see him yeah. doing, you know, Peyton's places now. Tom Brady. You love him on the commercials. He kind of comes across as, you know, he's funny. He's, you know, like, not a funny, like, you know, like a Kevin Hart or, not a comedian. you know, a comedian no. type of funny, but... Yeah, he's kind of got like a just a witty, funny vibe to him, which seems cool. And he's willing to you know, even more own, than Eli. I, I, yes, right. Eli's just goofy. Yeah, Eli's just goofy. Peyton has, I think, a sense of humor, and he's willing to put himself out there and make himself look funny because you know he's, he's taken so seriously yeah. the way he was there. I think we're starting to see more of that from Tom Brady once he went to Tampa. He he opened up a little bit, tried to get people, you know, maybe just a little bit more insight, so he's not just all buttoned up, not yeah. just all business, but. He's still not as likable as Patrick Mahomes. I mean, yeah. think about Mahomes leaning into the ketchup on steak thing. 
leaning into yeah. the Kermit the Frog yeah, voice thing. Yeah. Um, the commercial on the plane. Yeah, with yeah, Andy Reed, yeah, yeah. You know? He does real good. He comes across really not good on those uh, on those State Farm commercials. Let me, let me, let me, let me say this. Mm-hmm. I also like the fact that he's handling off-field mm-hmm. adversities well. Mm-hmm. So even at such a young age, the maturity level that he gives off mm-hmm. seems very, you know, veterany, and I like that. I like the veteran poise that he and it and it shows on the field, right? Would you Would you say you see? Oh, a little absolutely, bit of that? it does. Absolutely, yeah. it does. I mean, to be, you know. Have the Chiefs take a really a flyer on him? They saw something, they identified it, they made their move to go get him. But according to the rest of the league, that was a flyer, that was a home run swing. It's paying off. So to have that pressure of, oh, what are they doing taking this guy? He didn't do, you know, a whole lot in college. Typical air raid system, quarterback, yada yada. We'll just have to see what he turns into. To the face of a city, the face of a franchise, and right now you can't say anybody else is the face of the NFL, but Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. With that contract, with those stakes, with that pressure on him, I'm sure being you know the son of an athlete helps. But his dad wasn't a superstar MLB player. Right. His dad was a journeyman. He bounced yeah. around, found roles. But I think that being in so many different clubhouses around so many different people from a young age has done nothing but help Patrick Mahomes. You know, learn how to fit in and learn how to be one of the guys. Yeah, I would have to agree with it. But I do have a question. What is what is you know, because the discussion comes across to me as a lot of people are saying right now that Patrick Mahomes, you know, would you consider him now after winning the Super Bowl in such a young uh, period of his age, you know, four times, um, you know, in, 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 in what, what is this, his fifth year? Uh, fifth year, right? Sixth, sixth season, year? 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So this is his fifth, yeah. fifth year. Fifth, yep. So so in in five years you've been the you you won two Super Bowls. You've been there. Was it is it four right? He's been yes. there four times, mm-hmm. and that's that's freaking amazing. He's been to three Super Bowls. three Super Bowls, yep. but one or five AFC championships. championships. Yes. That's what it was. Five okay, it was four yep. championships. I knew it was one of the two. Okay, so that that means a lot in the in in in, in, in so what is the criteria? Like, a lot of people are starting to say that it's the championships. You know, I think when you look at Brady, you look at his longevity, you look at the championships, you look at mm-hmm. just the winning ways, the, mm-hmm. the dynasties also that were created, a lot mm-hmm. of championships in, the, in, in that AFC. But at the, other, time, at the other, other thing, though, who is your top five? You know, if, 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 if you're still kind of wavering on Patrick Mahomes, because when I look at it, Austin, I look at Patrick Mahomes similar to like I looked at Tiger Woods. Early on, you know, they were making all these Arnold Palmers and all these, you know, debates about mm-hmm. just his success early and winning. And he was he was on his way. And then all of a sudden, he's not. So so I'm not saying he hasn't done great things. I wouldn't say that Tiger Woods is, Tiger Woods is the greatest, but I would say he's great. And then you got to get into the debate that we're having also in basketball. A lot of the debate now mm-hmm. is is where does Steph Curry fit? What what is LeBron and Michael Jordan? And so you're having those debates now, but it's so hard because there's changes in the games mm-hmm. that have made things a little bit uniquely different. And go ahead, and I got I got I got some stats to follow me up. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, so comparing across eras is different. Yeah. Right now, it's hard to say Patrick Mahomes is a you know top five quarterback of all time. He's only been doing it for you know five years. Yeah, but he's on pace to be there. I mean, he's yeah. blowing the pace out of the water. 
the stuff he's done in these first handful of years. I'm glad you brought up the, the Steph Curry comparison because what was Steph Curry's injury issue early in his career? Ankles. Mm-hmm. What was Patrick Mahomes hurt with this offseason or th- mm-hmm. this, this postseason? An ankle. The Chiefs and the Warriors, at least in my opinion, Strick, feel very similar. I know there are you know, a lot of fans of AFC teams who are, okay, yep, the Chiefs are the villain. We're shooting for them. They're the class of the league. We want to take them down. Maybe not as villainous as the Patriots, but they're the top dogs. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I have no skin in this game. I'm a Colts fan, mm-hmm. but I love watching the Chiefs play. Mm-hmm. That offense is fun to watch. Patrick Mahomes is the best player in football, and that's how I felt about the Warriors in their dynasty. Yeah. Uh, well, mini dynasty, I guess. I mean, I did just win you know, the title last year, but... Not a Warriors fan. No skin in that game. Steph Curry's so fun to watch. Yeah. The way they move the ball. Yeah. So fun to watch. I didn't even care when they added Kevin Durant. That was fun. Yeah. That was some of the best, you know, one of the best five-man lineups I've ever seen in that Warriors death lineup. The Hamptons lineup, I suppose it would have been at that point. So, I don't think I'm alone in thinking that what the Chiefs are right now is very similar to what we saw from the Warriors, you know, from 2014-15 through the 2019-20 season. Yeah. So, Sauter Heyman text line, I would love to understand this from you. Uh, we definitely got some texters coming in. Uh, Bill and Bennett, Brady is the GOAT. Uh, I've hated him since he was in his, his, his Michigan days. Uh, Eric is a Colts fan. I'd absolutely loathe Tom Brady. A lot My of man. you guys feel that way. Respect of Tom Brady. We definitely uh, thank you guys for texting in as well. Um Let's see. Okay, look. No, no, no. See, this was a question that was just thrown out there. I mean, uh, Texter seven one six two. Yeah, I mean, we understand that your your part. I mean, it was a it was a question off the off the hip. It wasn't something that we had time or delved into or broke it broke down into it. But we we, we appreciate you. Uh, he says we literally had um, three people score fifteen or more, and um, that was against Wisconsin. Was it was. I know, I know. It was Tamanaga with twenty twenty two, Greasel with seventeen. Oh, Greasel with fifteen. Fifteen and Walker. Yeah, that's right. Seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's exactly right. I I did remember that. And gosh darn it, Um, it was a it was off the hip three ball. But nonetheless, listen, I do want to still know. Set our hammer text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. I still want to know what's your top five. Who is your top five right now? Let's don't don't even throw Mahomes in it. Right now, as we speak, we'll put Mahomes on the bubble since uh, March Madness is approaching uh, ever so quickly. Um, we'll throw him on the bubble right now, but I would love to know, who is your top five? What's your, what's your top five right now? Let's do that next segment. I need a little bit of time to think. On okay. It. So, uh, text line, get yours in so we can go back and forth on that. Your top five NFL quarterbacks of all time. Wrapping up the discussion about villains. So, oh, I, ha- I have something real quick go, on yes, the villains. Um, I wanted to throw just in the discussion, I wanted to throw this out because um, – it is easier, and it goes to the point of what I'm saying about the change of the game, the dynamics, the openness of the game, more pass-laden uh, game now than it was where it was run, where you had your Terrell Davises and your Eric Dickersons and your Walter Pay, where it was some pro-style runs, not a lot of spreading. Um, so there's a benefit of that that Mahomes 
also has with that as well. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of different calls, uh, not not as much uh, Steve Atwater types, <laughs> right. <or> Cam Chancellor, <laughs> right. where you lay boom on people, mm-hmm. make people think about lifting them hands up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of changes that makes it a little bit more easier. But here's some stats that are mind-blowing uh, about Patrick Mahomes. In his career, he has a career 105.7 passer rating. That is crazy mm-hmm. in itself, um, which is more than two points um, ahead of Rodgers for his best season in history. Um, Mahomes, 303 yards per game um, as well, average. And then 15.5 yards, um, um, I think, per pass is better than anyone else uh, as well. So um, I think that's phenomenal. So I think that puts him maybe in the top 10. And then let's see where he goes. But – the Talk other, about the villains. Well, yeah, the other thing with Mahomes, too, is there have been three comebacks by teams of 10 points or greater in the second half in Super Bowl history. One of them was Tom Brady and the Patriots. The other two, Patrick Mahomes' Chiefs. You can't say he doesn't get it done on the biggest stage. Yeah. You know, they've hosted every AFC Championship game since Patrick Mahomes has been in the league. Now, I haven't won them all, but they've hosted him. So he's a winner. He's checking that off early. But if he's not a villain, and if the Chiefs aren't a villain— who is an NFL villain? Don't say Roger Goodell. He's the commissioner. We all have our thoughts on Roger Goodell. We get that. Dan Snyder, owning uh, the Commanders, seems like he's selling, actually, officially sometime soon. So, yes, he's an NFL villain. But in terms of players on the field, am I wrong in saying that Joe Burrow might feel a little bit like a villain? With the I, Joe Shiesty, the Joe Cool personality, <laughs> Joe uh, the way they tried to call it Burrowhead? Yeah, Eli Apple are the Bengals villains. I, listen, when when you come when you're a small market team, and then and think about that, right? Both of them are small market teams. They're mm-hmm. not big market teams. They're no. not the LA's. They're not the flashy New Yorks. So, um, in some ways, how do you inspire visual? Uh, uh, you, you know, to become visual to the masses. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, if you don't have the big TV deals, obviously the NFL helps with that, depending on matchups, all of that, and who's mm-hmm. who's playing who. But if you don't have that, because I, you know, you've got to try to bring some attention to your mm-hmm. your sector, right? Because you've got some of the best quarterbacks right now, not in big markets, but in middle to small markets, which is Buffalo, uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Kansas City, Kansas City Baltimore. Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. So they're mostly there. So how, how, how are you going to do that? And so what they're trying to do, based on what I'm seeing, is they're creating these rivalries, these matchups, these mm-hmm. quarterback matchups. And that's the way to do it. That's the way to spurn uh, some of that. And so mm-hmm. some of them may be portrayed or come across or the way that they're presenting themselves as villain because obviously, guess what it's going to do also? It's going to raise their monetary values as far as mm-hmm. commercials and all of that because who 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 are the two types of people you like the good guy it seems Mahomes is filling falling in that category because you you look at the commercials that he has that right. falls into that good it feels guy a little golden child ish exactly mm-hmm. and then if you're not going to be in that category because there's only space for so many people in that category mm-hmm. what is that there's the other side is the villain and that's why you have success of WWE Mm-hmm. Who was who was in uh, the UFC? Con- Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. And then you know you have other guys that kind of fell into those villainous roles, mm-hmm. and uh, Machida, and you know just different guys like that. Kale Sonnen, I remember at one mm-hmm. time. So so you've got that, and you have to have that balance in order to create you know 
right. that type of magic. Right. I think Joe Vil- uh, Joe Burrow would be the perfect foil to Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen hasn't you know run his mouth, hasn't talked. Good quarterback, great yeah. player, but hasn't you know said the things that Burrow and his teammates have said, especially as it relates to the Chiefs, who are on top right now. It, Joe Burrow is is Russell Westbrook. I'm- Wilson. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is one of well, them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but is Russell Wilson now went from the good guy to a villain just because of his trans, trans you know, Maybe. coming out of Seattle? I think he's it, more a meme than a villain. Him? Oh, okay, good. I, I just, that just popped could in my be. Head. If the Broncos start winning and Russ becomes the bad guy that, that's driving them, maybe. But it's hard to be a villain when you're just not good. It's Kyler when you're Murray. washed. Is Kyler Murray a villain based on kind of how things went? Are just people looking at Kyler Murray now? With the, especially not yeah. being able to get a coach and you finally get a coach because that coach is like saying, mm, there's some paperwork in that. I did. I won a Super Bowl. Why not go down? I mean, you know, he's probably looking at it a little bit different. And then when you're on high like that, you can look at the situation and say, "But I can do anything." And right. so I feel, you know, what I mean, you right. go down there until you realize you go down there, right? Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I want to know that too. I'm, 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 I'm on a roll today. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Who are the villain? The villains is Lamar Jackson setting himself up to be one based on kind of what's going. It really ain't his fault. I don't see it, but you know, know. who who are those guys? out there that you're looking at mm-hmm. who are the good guys it's like a tour you know do you look at him with his situation his fight his grit do you look at him as a good guy who are those guys out there talk to me yeah we got to step aside for the emergency alert test we'll give our list of top five quarterbacks uh when we get back after this